Welcome to the How I Money segment of the podcast, Rethinking How You Money 101. Hi, I am your host, Dom, and I will be interviewing people in this series about how their experiences with money have impacted who they are today. The first guest we have on this podcast is my amazing coworker, Virgil, who has a very interesting outlook on life and how wealth plays a role in that. Introduce yourself to the podcast, Virgil. Hey, thank you for having me, Dom. Uh, Everybody, my name is Virgil. I'm 32 years old, and I'm a sales and service expert and full-time entrepreneur. So the first question we're going to start him off with is, how would you describe your parents' way of handling finances while you were growing up? So growing up, I had uh, traditional Filipino parents who just had their outlook on life was just just to work and to save up. Uh, never really had any type of uh, other guidance besides that as far as um, opening up an IRA account or just investing in stocks or real estate. I never had my, my eyes open to that. So they basically came from a more traditional background. So just um, work your butt off and save as much money as you can and maybe hopefully one day buy a house and take care of your own family and do the same thing. That was pretty much how they handled their finances, just saving up most of the time, never really invested in anything else besides a, a house and cars and, and that's it. Yeah, I would say that's how it is for a lot of Filipino families specifically because yeah. I grew up the same way. Mm-hmm. It's just interesting how culture plays a role in finances as well, I feel like. I mean, <laughs> even to this day, like you, you see it in traditional Filipino families and I get to talk to a lot of my other coworkers, family and friends who are still stuck in the same type of rut. I would like to call it a rut Yeah. because you're not financially expanding your mindset to nowadays I like to just try to help these other kids and it doesn't have to, they don't have to be Filipino, it could be anybody, you can just you know get out of that type of mindset and put your money to where it's going to make it work for itself because money essentially is a tool. It literally is, if yeah. you make it a tool, yeah. Exactly. Okay, so the second question that we have for Virgil today is, do you feel like their relationship with money has affected how you handle your own money today? If so, in what ways? I mean, at a, at a young age, I really didn't understand the concept of just saving my money and then when I'm going to spend it later on anyway. But if I would have knew I could invest my money to where it would double or triple later on in life, then maybe I'd be more interested in saving my money and putting it to the side to where it will be an IRA or a brokerage account or in investing in stocks, something that your money is actually working for you so that you can look back 10 years down the line and your money has doubled. You know, say you put 10,000, next thing you know, it's 20,000 within 10 years. Um, that's just an example and exaggerated, but it could be even more than that. But the way how I look at the money and how I handle mine today, it's just all about experience. You know, like you, you learn in life on what's in, what, to, what to put your money in. Um, of course, at a young age, you're gonna make mistakes. You're gonna buy the superficial things, uh, especially if you was in high school or middle school, um, you buy, clothes you buy shoes you buy food things that are um, somewhat essential to you at that time but if you look back and notice how much money you got spent on just shoes and clothes alone that money you could have took and opened up and like i said an ira account or or, uh, invested your money into something else and even if you knew about stocks or you know talk to your parents about it they could invest it for you at this time of your life, what are your streams of income? I'm glad you asked that. So at this time in my life, pretty much 
a lot of people can relate working a nine to five. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much my my mainstream of income. But on the side, I do like we talked about. I do invest my money in into stocks and do trade options and stuff. We get into that later on. But I like to have uh, different sources of income coming in. So I opened up my own RRA account. I have a brokerage account. And these little small steps in life is that you know you could be financially free later on in life. It's just gonna take a little bit of time. But what's a hundred dollars a month that you put aside for your future? You know, and each month you put a hundred dollars to the side. That could grow exponentially by the time you turn, you know, maybe forty or fifty. Those are my streams of income that are pretty consistent. You know, with the stocks it's a little bit more risky. I'm not I'm not gonna say it's all about gains, but you know, it's all about experiences. Do you currently have any side hustles that you're working on? So as far as a side hustle besides uh, investing, um, creating well, not for me. I'm actually investing my money into creating an app. That's something that's still in the works right now. I don't want to speak too much about it because it's not really out there. But as soon as it is, I will give you more information on it. But that's one of my side hustles. That's just one thing that helps me reach out to other people because I'm very passionate about health. That's what my app has to do. I love working out and I love health. So if I can help other people around the world do the same thing, then why not? Yeah, that's awesome. Is there anything in your life that you choose to splurge on? If so, what and why? Man, there's, there's so many things that I feel like everybody would like to splurge on themselves. Me personally, I can't really say there's, there's any one thing, but I'm pretty much a uh, smart shopper. So mm-hmm. when it comes to splurging on things, I also like to maybe pinch my money a little bit because yeah. I do want to splurge, but yet I want to shop smarter, but not harder. Yeah. So little small things like that, like you could, people you would usually go to like, maybe Nordstrom's or Macy's a long time ago. So now you could just go to Marshall's, TJ Maxx, or the Ross, stores, exactly, yeah. you know, <laughs> what they say, shop for less, right? No, true, <laughs> yeah, that's literally the motto. <laughs> exactly, so, you know, you could you could spend a good $100 worth of clothes and you could have probably 10 to 15 items compared to if you shopped at Nordstrom's or something like that, you will have probably yeah. three or four items. So, like I said, it's, you got to shop smarter, not harder. Yeah, I would say like name brands aren't always the best, no. even though I know they're more expensive, but it doesn't mean that something that's cheaper isn't any lesser of quality. No, I mean, yeah. as, you, as you get older, maybe I'm just speaking for myself, it's mm-hmm. just more about comfort. Yeah. If you're comfortable with yourself, name brands are just, um, you're buying people's opinions. Mm-hmm. I think I've shared this story before. Growing up, people will buy Jordans. Why do you buy Jordans? It's because you think the next person will like them on you. Yeah. So you're basically buying a $200 opinion. So compared to me, I like to buy certain shoes. Uh, don't get me wrong, I'll still buy Jordans because I feel like they're comfortable and I, I, I like them for me mm-hmm. and I don't care what the next person will think if I have them on. But I, I just like the comfort. You know, you go for comfort and you go for feel. You don't go for brands. You know, uh, off brands, are, they work just the same, the same as the regular brands. They're just cheaper. Yeah, I agree. Love that. Anything that you wish you could cut back on on your spending habits? If so, what and why? I would say there's there's things that you could live without on, on when it comes to spending habits. Like, you know, here and there you like to treat yourself on junk food, fast food, when you could just go to Costco, buy the, the items that you need mm-hmm. and make the food yourself. But it's all about time, you know, being convenient when it comes to fast food. So I'm pretty sure everybody could struggle with that. Maybe stop buying Starbucks every day. Yeah. People, people buy Starbucks. <laughs> there's, a, there's the boba addicts. People who yeah. buy boba every day. That's seven dollars of a drink. I literally every just day. bought one yesterday. <laughs> yeah. See exactly. Very expensive. If you, if you accumulate that seven times five, yeah. that's, that's thirty-five bucks, right? Within, yeah. Within a week, and you times that. If you buy that every day for a whole year, 
imagine how much money that you could have saved and you put it invested into something else like into stocks or some bonds or real estate yeah then you would have had a, a bigger piece your money would be working for you instead of you just buying something it would be gone mm-hmm. so you just got to have that mindset like why am i buying this we th- I think we talked about the whys and the hows we'll get more into that later on yeah i feel like it's also just a balance yeah. finding that balance within yourself what would be your ideal income and why my ideal income would be actually trading stocks it's just the fact that you could wake up at six o'clock in the morning do a little bit of research and invest your money and within 30 to 40 minutes you're already making a profit and i've shared this story before i've made my whole paycheck in one day and my whole paycheck for a whole month in one day in 30 minutes that's crazy so that's my ideal income is that i can make that amount of money within that amount of time and have so much time for my my family my friends my loved ones whatever it is that i need to handle throughout the day because in this life we have 24 hours and it's what you do with it right mm-hmm. so if i could spend that 24 hours efficiently with the things i need to get done right away and then spend my leisure time with the people who i care about and i love the most then why not that's a really good mindset to have how does younger virgil and the version of you today differ most in a financial perspective i would say the younger version <laughs> stop buying so much so much mcdonald's so much fast food like think about your health but when it comes to finances yeah it's just little small things like that that could add up mm-hmm. you know back in the day it would be five dollar meal probably now it's like ten dollars a meal for yeah. just going to mcdonald's and you just got to be more smarter with your money you got to be resilient and think about the future because at that time you know when you're young you don't really care about the future you're just living in the moment yeah and people have have lived in that uh yolo mindset for yeah that's what time. i was thinking you know, like when you said exactly. that yeah <laughs> when people when i run into people who say yolo mm-hmm. i'm like well it is you know you, you only live once yeah but i want to live it the right way you mm-hmm. don't want to just live it all wrong and then later they say you're, you're just you're enjoying now but you have nothing to show for in the future so you always have to think about your future self and it's just not about you Think about the people who gave you that money. Say you were growing up and your parents gave you the luxury of having some type of income, like a, a what's it called? A allowance. Allowance, yeah. right? You're taking from them and then you're just spending it away and you never know how hard they work for that money. But yet they're trying to teach you the value of the money. So you have to look at it in different ways. I would say you got to be more selfless when it comes to money. Mm-hmm. You can't always just think about yourself. Think about where that money came from what you should do with that money to make it work for you nice how would you wish that parents would teach their kids about money like what would be a good practice for that for me i think personally to teach your kids is is about so it's about character it's about making the right choice when it comes to money and you know, money is going to be money and whatever you do with it with it comes down to who you are as a person if you're um, a rational person then you're going to go out there and buy irrational things. But if you're a disciplined person, you're going to be disciplined with your money. Mm-hmm. So it all comes down to who you are as a person, how you were raised and if you were raised to be uh, a saver, of course you could be more conservative with your money. But if you were raised uh, with just with a lack of guidance, then you have a lack of guidance with your money. So it all starts at home. It starts with the parents. It starts with how they teach you. It starts with, okay, this is your, this is $10, but what are you going to do with that $10 throughout the week? Are you gonna are you gonna use two dollars a day for five days, or are you just gonna split it up to where you could actually use a dollar a day, save three bucks? So it's just you gotta have that type of mindset. What are you gonna do with that three dollars mm-hmm. when you do save it? 
it's kind of difficult because a lot of parents they just want to teach you to save money they have to explain why you save the money yeah we were talking about this exactly. earlier the how and the why yeah. i know how to save money but why am i doing it in the first place yeah so always know your why what's the importance of always knowing your why always knowing your why the importance is the fact that there's a reason behind it just like i gave you the analogy earlier you know how to build the building but why why would you want this building here why would you want a mall structure here because there's a thriving population right mm -hmm. so why would we build it because it's a thriving population now do we know how to build that mall of course everybody knows how to build a mall but why would we put it there this is going to be profitable because it's a thriving area so find out your why and you already know how how is always going to be there but your why is your purpose that's very true is there anything you wish you knew about finances slash wealth when you were growing up I wish I knew more about real estate and I knew about more about stocks. Those two main things is probably the most talked about conversations I've had with people who I've met uh, who are entrepreneurs, like who, who have their money invested in these things. Mm -hmm. It seems like they just go hand in hand. Whenever I talk to somebody about how do they invest their money, they're always either talking about either real estate or they're talking about stocks. So those two things I wish I, I would have had more information on growing up and having a a basic understanding of it and how real estate works and how mm -hmm. stocks work and how you could basically profit off of it and yeah. make so much money and just continue to keep flipping your money and keep on investing it's just mind-blowing how so many kids and adults these days still you know still don't know about real estate and stocks it's just out it's out there but you gotta i guess you gotta have that that mindset for it yeah. you gotta have that drive you gotta have an open mind and open heart for it what sites do you go to to learn about these type of things or events that you've went where you got to meet people like this? Well, I like to just use Google. Yeah. <laughs> you know, everybody has used Google and I just, I Google a lot of things. I Google real estate, I Google stocks, I, I go on YouTube, you know, plain things that people spend their time on. And I said earlier, it was 24 hours in a day. So if I want to know about real estate, why not? Why not Google it? Why not YouTube it? So if you're on YouTube, pretty sure people are watching the things that they watch on YouTube, like whatever excites them, like football, basketball, mm -hmm. highlights on there. And you could go for hours just watching those things or old episodes of shows or movies when I could put that time, that same time and effort into, you know, learning about stocks, learning about real estate, and which is going to help pay off in the end. So if I was to watch all these sports games now, what's it going to do for me in the future? I'm going to have knowledge about the sports, yeah, but mm -hmm. what's it going to do for me financially? Again, that's finding the most your, important part. your purpose exactly. or your, your why. Yeah. yeah. There's always a time and place for it, but I'm saying just don't spend 10 hours watching yeah. the same thing, you know. I know a lot of people my age who they waste time either on Twitter yeah. or TikTok. And the videos, they're just, they don't help you in any way to like improve yourself or just do anything for your future self besides in that moment you watch it you waste your 10 seconds and that's it yeah what tips would you recommend for other young adults who are looking to start their own financial journey i say the biggest tip is to work on yourself once you figure out who you are as a person what your purpose is what you're passionate about what you love to do then the world is yours you know you got to have that mindset to where you know what your purpose is you know what you're going to do be confident be resilient but don't let one small bad decision hinder you from making another a better decision later on 
it's all about experiences and there's no shortcut to experience at all you have to go through things in life in order to figure out what's on the other side of that door and sometimes people they have a door shut in front of them for so long and they're so they're focused on that one door in front of them that they forget about the hundreds of other doors that are open and all you have to do is just turn around or look to the left and look to the right but yet you're still stuck on one door that's my food for thought it's just have your mind open to some things learn about yourself get to know yourself be comfortable with yourself be resilient and continue to just stay strong don't let nobody knock you down from your goals your dreams you know there's so many stories out there of people who were homeless and if people would have just said to them like you know well you're homeless you're just going to stay homeless and what if they just listened but if they said you know what you're right i am going to be homeless and you're going to have that homeless mindset but then there's people out there like tony robbins who was homeless and let look he didn't he didn't let that knock him down you know, there's, there's so many. William Hollins is another person I listen to. He was homeless. He never writes his speeches. He just goes from the heart. And that's just what I'm talking about, having resiliency. I do my best to emulate that. So now we have two just fun questions for you. Cool. Okay, the first one is, if someone was to give your past self $100,000, at what age and time would you have liked to have received that money? Why? I would say as a baby. <laughs> if I had $100,000 at a baby and if a baby could talk or speak, mm -hmm. I would tell my parents to invest that money right now. Invest it into some real estate, invest it into some stocks, yeah. put it, open up your brokerage account, IRA account, whatever it is that's investing that can make it quadruple mm -hmm. later on in life. So by the time I'm at least 20 years old, that money could be worth more than 100000 yeah, no, it would so for sure. So it's all yeah. about your future. I would say not just invest it for me, invest it for us, mm -hmm. for our whole family, so that we don't have to worry about the future later on. I would ask for as a baby, for <laughs> sure. Next question is, if the world was frozen for 30 seconds just to listen to you, what would you say? This can be anything. It doesn't need to be financial. That's a really deep. 30 seconds, I would say you got to stay resilient. Yeah, stay strong, stay focused, of course. There's a lot of things in this world right now that can knock you off your straight line, I guess, what you could say. Mm -hmm. There's so many things that could take you away from your goals, your ambitions. Like we said earlier, you could be focused on wanting to invest in real estate. Someone sent you a notification on Instagram and then now you're stuck on Instagram for two hours yeah. scrolling through the feed. So stay focused. If you're passionate about something, continue to be passionate about it. Don't let anybody take you away from that. If they are, then they're just being selfish. They want your time. Why do you need my time? I need my own time yeah. so I can help my family later on. And sometimes you have to be selfish with your time because you know what the worth is. You know what you're doing. You got to put the work in. Nobody else is going to do it for you, right? That would be my piece of advice. Stay strong, stay humble, and stay empathetic. That's some solid advice. Thank you. I love that. Okay. Thank you so much, Virgil, for being on our podcast. You were the first guest. Oh, thanks for having me. <laughs> when you blow up, don't forget about me. No, <laughs> oh, of course. You're the first guest. <laughs> That'd be cool. I want to be an influencer now. Yeah, no, honestly, do it. <laughs> I want to be an influencer on social media. Hey, it's Dom again. I just want to say thank you for listening to my podcast. Again, to reiterate, this is a series that I'm trying to make. It's called How I Money. It's a segment on this podcast, Rethinking How You Money 101, where I am trying to find people to interview. It honestly can be anyone and talk about their experiences with money and how that has impacted who they are today. If you know anyone that is interested in 
being interviewed for my podcast, send me an email at rethinkinghowyoumoney101 at gmail.com. Okay, thanks for tuning in and remember to always be smart with your money. See you guys next time.